You're listening to the MoneyWeb Now podcast series with Simon Brown. Live streamed every weekday at 6.30 a.m. Very good morning to you. It's Thursday, the 23rd of November. On this day, later this afternoon, in fact, the Reserve Bank of South Africa will make its final call on interest rates for this year, with market chatter being on a no-change bet decision. I'm Nompumelelo Siziba, standing in for Simon Brown, coming to you live from the MoneyWeb Global Headquarters in Johannesburg, South Africa. On the show today, Wayne McCurry, Senior Portfolio Manager at F&B Wealth and Investments, gives us his take on the expected tone of the MPC statement, Rand Weakness and more, with the Standing Committee on Finance saying that the two-pot retirement system should proceed on the 1st of March 2024. Where to next? What are the implications? Natasha Haggart-Henshi of NMG Benefits will share her insights and Investex launching its new online trading platform Clarity. Tinas Rottenbach he's the head of business uh, there at uh, Clarity. He'll be sharing the app's value proposition with us. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. In your morning headlines in MoneyWeb, court rules Zim truckers with valid permits cannot be fired. In business day, crime costs South Africa's economy 700 billion rand a year. That's according to a World Bank report. In your morning markets, U.S. markets were buoyant ahead of the Thanksgiving break yesterday. The S&P 500 ending up 0.41% and the tech-heavy Nasdaq closing the session up 0.46%. Over in the east, there are mixed vibes. Sydney trading down half a percent and Tokyo up just shy of a third of a percent at last check. On the commodities front, gold is trading at $1,997.27 an ounce. Brent crude oil trading around $80.70 a barrel. Platinum at around $928 an ounce. Palladium $1,059 an ounce. The rand is trading at around $1,884 against the US dollar. It's uh, a bit weaker. Bitcoin Coin trading at 37,297. 10 cents up slightly, trading at around $326 a share. And uh, the top 40 opening call seen opening at around 56 points uh, in the positive. That translates to around 0.08%. MoneyWeb now on the money. Also available on podcast. All right, let's take a look at uh, the markets and uh, what's moving them with Wayne McCurry, Senior Portfolio Manager at FNB Wealth and Investments. Thanks very much for joining us this morning, Wayne. So while it's largely expected that the SAAB will keep the repo rate unchanged at 8.25%, despite the higher than expected October CPI print yesterday, do you think we can still expect a hawkish tone from the governor today? Uh, we will we will still get that. I mean, obviously, our inflation is still just now within our ranges. But effectively, the Reserve Bank's target is 4%. It's not between 3 and 6. It's actually 4, 4.5 is, is their target. So mm. we will get a very hawkish tone. But we, but we expect that from our Reserve Bank governor. And, you know, there are still concerns out there. You know, what happens? Why is the rand weakening so much now? And what's going to happen to the oil price, et cetera, et cetera? And, of course, the big thing on the inflation number was actually chickens and eggs. Mm. Now, hopefully that will work its way out of the system, but that gave us half of the big rise in inflation, but the market was expecting this rise. 
Yeah, yeah. Not as much, but it was expecting a rise. Hmm. So the rand had made quite decent gains recently against Mm. major currencies, but in the last number of sessions, we've seen some weakening coming ahead of the MPC. What are some of the drivers behind this? To be totally honest, I've spoken to a few people. There's no immediate reason for this rand weakness because literally a couple of days ago it was trading at 1820, 1830, and all of a sudden, two days' time, it's at 1880 and nothing changed. And there was no new data that came out. There was no there was no big event to cause this. So we actually don't know why the Rand's traded up at this 1884. But the Rand will probably trade between 18 and 19 until some stage, maybe the first half of next year. And once interest rates start to be cut worldwide, we should see quite significant rand strength, in fact, over the next two to three years. Yeah. So the M- our MPC was a first mover in terms of moving up with interest rates. Do you yes. reckon there'll be a first mover in moving down? It all depends on what the rand does. If the rand strengthens and, let's say, I don't know, goes to 1750 or that, they could very easily be the first mover down because that would be quite normal for a commodity-producing country because we should start to see better commodity prices, which will improve the RAND, improve our balance of payments, improve the government's tax revenues. And because of those factors, but mainly the stronger RAND, we should see easing inflation. Because a lot of our inflation is obviously imported inflation, and all of that goes through the RAND exchange rate. Speaking of commodities, I mean, with the logistics uh, disaster at Transnet, that's now much more glaring with, you know, us seeing visuals of numerous vessels waiting to dock and unload at our ports. Does does this now worsen the outlook for our commodity stocks, or this was long priced in? Because we know that the uh, Uh Minerals Council has been complaining about this for quite some time. I think this has been priced in for a long while. But of course, even if our volumes suffer, if the prices go up, it will more than compensate for, for suffering volumes. And in fact, the last two big commodity up cycles, we've all lost out on, the country has lost out on getting true benefit of those because the ports and the rails were constrained in those days. I mean, this is 10, 15 years ago, you know, the, the, the last big uh, the China commodity cycle. I can still remember Kumba couldn't export enough iron ore because the terminal and the rail couldn't get enough down to the port. Mm. So this has been a problem. But, you know, I suppose at, when it's at the worst is when changes happen. And we know changes are happening at Transnet. Effectively, they're going to privatize those uh, two main railway lines to Richards Bay and to Saldana. And it will take, I don't know, a year, two years until we start to see true benefits. But then the benefits will be quite, quite substantial, in fact. Hmm. Wayne, 30 seconds. Uh, your thoughts on Jason Quinn taking over at uh, Ned Bank. Is he a safe pair of hands? I would think so, yes. I, I think all the. All, look, these big banks, you know, aren't run by one person. You know, so it's run by, you know, many, many, many people. Yeah. But yes, I think it is definitely. Excellent. Wayne, thank you very much for your early morning time. That was Wayne McCurry, his senior portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investments. Your money knows that reaching new heights means turbulence. When you invest in Stanlib's Global Multi-Strategy Diversified Growth Fund, your money can withstand the unpredictable ups and downs caused by day-to-day market fluctuations. Because our partnership with J.P. Morgan Asset Management gives you access to a broad range of global strategies. Seek more returns at stanlib.com forward slash more. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. MoneyWeb now.
on the money. Parliament's Standing Committee on Finance earlier this week voted against Treasury's proposal to postpone the effective start date of the two-pot retirement system to the 1st of March 2025, instead insisting that this takes effect from the originally set date of the 1st of March next year. Treasury suggested the postponement in the midterm budget, taking into consideration the retirement fund industry's lack of readiness, in large part due to a still uncertain regulatory framework. So where to now? I'm joined by Natasha Haggart-Henchy. She's Principal Consultant at NMG Benefits. Thank you very much, Natasha, for joining us. So presumably there's going to need to be a conversation between the Parliamentary Standing Finance Committee and the Finance Minister for there to be a meeting of minds around the ultimate effective date in terms of the two-pot retirement system. Yes, there will need to be. And um, I mean, certainly we're thinking that unfortunately they're going to push ahead on the 1st of of March 24. Hmm. Um, Yeah, so the process is it goes to to, to the Finance Minister for the next two weeks. Um, and and then there's a final recommendation. I'm not 100% sure of the details. So if we, um, but so, yeah, so Natasha, so if we assume, as you say, that it's likely to go ahead, is the retirement fund industry going to be ready, one, to pay out part of the one-third uh, pot-saving amount if requested, and two, more broadly, be able to render the best service it can uh, to its clients by that time? Um, yeah, so it's not so much that the industry is not regulated, but actually the regulators. You know, so SARS hasn't given us the tax scales or how they're going to do the tax, and the FSCA hasn't given us the rule templates and how we need to draft the rules. So the industry is actually almost ready. It's the it's the regulators that haven't haven't given us what we need to do. Yeah. But having said that, having said that, <laughs> we will do our best to get ready. You know, we have to. Um, but I mean, the sad reality is, even if even if you know we'd known and hadn't changed, and it was all going on the first of March next year, you know, realistically, we're not going to be able to pay everyone on the second of March. Yes. Um, so there's you know there is always going to be a a phased payout system that needs to happen. Yeah. So from a financial point of view, if I apply at the beginning of March, I may not necessarily get my funds until maybe six months later. It depends on the fund and their readiness. Absolutely. It's going to, there is going to be a wait. And I think that's important that listeners realise that. So, so what are some of the concerns around, you know, what sounds like quite a number of intricate processes that need to happen being fast-tracked to meet the March 2024 deadline? What would be some of the worst-case scenarios, do you think? Um, look, so the worst-case scenario is that we only hear us get the regulations in Feb. Um, we're certainly hoping to at least get some understanding, you know, in December um, of you know how the tax rates are going to work, what how that process is going to you know is it, a, is it going to be a, a, a directive? Um, yeah. So worst case scenario is that we don't know, and I suppose the other case scenario is that members are just going to be so frustrated and angry that they're not going to be able to get their money because you know we just hamstrung and not really able to pay them. Yeah. So I think that is. So- yeah. So communication, you know, as you say, you know, members are important. Communication to pension fund members about the implications of the two-pot retirement system is very important. But presumably that remains a tricky task for you guys, given all the uncertainty. So in the meantime, what's the communication? At the, in the meantime, we're saying, look, we're we, we ready. Um, we, we will yeah, kind of hang in. Um, we will pay you as soon as we can. Um, you know, don't panic. Um, you know, and and we will, yeah, we will get to you when we get to you. I suppose is kind of the, the message. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> it's a very up, 
up in the air situation. Thank you so much for giving us some insights on this issue. That was uh, Natasha Hagatenshi. She's a principal consultant at NMG Benefits. Your money knows that reaching new heights means turbulence. When you invest in Stanlib's Global Multi-Strategy Diversified Growth Fund, your money can withstand the unpredictable ups and downs caused by day-to-day market fluctuations. Because our partnership with J.P. Morgan Asset Management gives you access to a broad range of global strategies. Seek more returns at stanlib.com forward slash more. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. MoneyWeb now on the money. Investec is launching a new trading new online trading app called Clarity. It's looking to enhance opportunities for retail investors and traders as they explore the world of investment. Well, to tell us more about it, I'm joined on the line by Tinas Rottenbach. Uh, he's the head, the business head of Clarity. Thank you very much, Tinas, for joining us. So Clarity is a new online platform for investors. What's with the name? What are the main built-in benefits for people looking to trade and invest on this app? And who's your target market? Morning, Nom. Thanks for having me. Sure. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the name. Uh, we we really believe that we wanted to to launch uh, a platform available to what we what we target as the self-directed investor or the DIY investor that wants to do it themselves and understand a bit of the market, but wants an easy and simple way to to execute. And so we we looked for a long time and we went around that uh, around the block and we ended up with uh, the brand name Clarity. Um, and we are we are keeping to that to that promise by keeping our pricing simple. Our, we we're trying to build the app and the interface to be as simple and easy to navigate. Um, and that's where the name and the brand came, the, the brand came from. Mm. Um, our, the second thing is what what do we have on there? We have we give you access to go uh, deposit rands onto the platform. Uh, immediately take those rands to dollars uh, within a couple of seconds, essentially, and then. Uh, you can immediately go and invest in any of the international um, instruments that we have on the platform. Those includes ETFs and many single equities uh, spanning all the way from the U.S. through to U.K. and Europe at the moment. So uh, we've we've got that. On top of that, we're a bank, and so we can also offer you a, a RAND savings account on the platform and a dollar savings account uh, on the platform. So mm. we, we provide you with... Uh, access to the markets and we think we we're doing it in a in an easy and simple way for you to be able to to do it yourself and uh, in that way grow your wealth yes so, we know we know initially uh, you offer this to your to your um your clients but uh, you're going yes. to be offering it uh, to the wider public when is that happening so we've we we launched to uh, our private bank client base uh, in October or late September, and we plan to go to the wider public maybe uh, February or Q1 next year. So right. in the next in the next couple of months, not so, not long. Super. So what do the transaction costs look like? And is there like a a monthly standing charge for having access to the app? How does it work? No. So we have got no fees for the app and there's no minimums to have an account. So we don't, uh, it's not that you have to have a certain balance with us or that we charge you per month to have the the account. Um, there are some transaction fees or transaction costs as you use the platform. Mm-hmm. That includes when you go from rands to dollars, there's an implicit 50 basis points 
cost to do that. That's in the spread. It's normal in the sort of in the FX world. Okay. Similarly, when you when you execute uh, uh, transactions where you get exposure to ETFs or to to stock, in in inside the sp- spread, there's a tw- up to a twenty basis point cost, but there's no commission or charges on top of that on the t- on the ticket or on the on the transaction. So. It's a, a maximum of 20 basis points on the execution, um, but it's in the price. Similarly, with FX, as I said, uh, there's no cost for you to have the account and there are no minimums. Mm. So with the ability to trade, trade and invest on the app, I see that you also provide users with some sort of market intel uh, to help them better you know, make uh, informed decisions. What sort of information do you provide? So we are very lucky. We've born the the project and the and the business out of our uh, corporate and institutional banking area, where we've got a rich history and access to a whole lot of information, both from our fixed income desks, our equity desks, um, our research teams. So we will provide market commentary, daily market commentary around what's happened uh, to users on the app, um, thematic uh, pieces. Uh, and so, so we really want to enable and empower uh, our users to to access the market and therefore invest not only locally but also obviously globally. Yeah. Um, on top of that, on top of that, we we fund we fundamentally know that we need to provide education, and so as part of our help uh, services, uh, we we will build out our um, educational pieces as well. So. Yeah. One each, one education and the second piece information and and we are covering both of that. So when the time necessitates, how easy is it to liquidate your positions and get your physical cash back into your personal account? Uh, that again, you can sell within uh, as quickly as you can go onto the pla- platform and execute the order. Uh, so that's immediate, and you can withdraw immediately. There are no holding. To, there's no holding period that uh, we won't uh, pay the cash out to you. Um, if you want to withdraw withdraw the cash from the platform, uh, that would also be immediately. Uh, in context of wherever your bank is and however long it takes to transfer from one bank to another, but uh, let's say in South Africa, it's a maximum of two days clearing. But for most banks, it's now same day. So let's not, uh, but there's, there's no holding on the platform. All right, Tennis, thank you very much for giving us a brief on this new online trading app, Clarity. That was Tennis Rottenbach. He's the business head at Clarity. Well, that's a wrap for today. Wishing you a great day further. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider. MoneyWeb Now is live every weekday morning on the MoneyWeb website and app at 6.30am and podcast just after 7am. I want to give my thanks to the MoneyWeb team, to you for listening and our guests for their time. I'm Nompumela Losiziba and I've been standing in for Simon Brown. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb Now podcast posted every weekday at 7am on moneyweb.co.za. MoneyWeb Now on the money.